0: Two,
1: two seconds behind, Micah. This is going to be interesting. It's Friday on Game of Owns. This podcast, right now, right now. My God, guys, my 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 hand will not stop shaking. Micah, you were we were talking before the show, and no, we, we were. Don't frankly, lie to Don't, yeah, don't lie people. Yeah, yeah, we were talking before the show. I'm not. Like, no, no, no. Okay, We don't need to pretend friends don't let other friends share Afro uh, Rainbow Afro with them. okay?
0: No, they So don't. you're
1: right, we're not friends. But Micah told me he cannot stop watching the Rainbow Afro film. I cannot uh, stop watching the behind the Candelabra. Um, you know, <laughs> in all of its gay glory, um, so with Liberace, and this is, and Zach, I'm sure you have a similar vice because we've frankly been now. Is it ten days? Is that I started to count down or count up? It's been like ten days since our last Game of Thrones epic <laughs> Game of Thrones episode.
0: I'm starting to get in some really weird shit, honestly,
1: <laughs> and it's <laughs> all because there's no back. new Game of Thrones.
0: It's true, but there are new Game of Owns. Is plural. Yes
1: own cities with the apostrophe so, uh,
0: afterward. Of
2: course we'll link you to uh, all of this uh, fun stuff that we're talking about.
1: Sure. In the Rainbow show notes. Afro Rainbow Afro Rainbow <laughs> Afro. Sure. For those who don't
2: know, this is from
0: Madagascar 3 and you just have to watch it. it it's a catchy too. For those of you that to yeah. subscribe to Game of Owns on iTunes, you may also subscribe to uh, Madagascar things.
1: <laughs> it's similar <laughs> to the Sid shuffle things. Similar to the Sid Shuffle. shuffle, Let me just say that it's moments like the Rainbow Afro that make me regret ever giving Micah my phone number. Let's let's just, (laughs) if we can preface that video clip a little bit. But no, so I'm just making the point that we all have found ways to occupy ourselves in this strange ghost week in between uh, the pre, I I should say that the first half of the dramatic season three and the second dramatic half of season three, which is episode nine, um, right? <laughs> the reigns of Castamir. So, so
2: one episode is quantifying a half. Is that what you're saying? Yes.
1: That, right. <laughs> you, that, I'm sure you you've said as much um, dramatically, but yes, this is. We're only three days away. It's Friday, so. Here we are, yeah. and the, now, the countdown it's pretty begins. Exciting to be, to be looking Winter's on coming. the other side. It's pretty it much like you know Home that. Improvement with uh, you know the neighbor guy who's just peeking over Wilson. the fence. Wilson with Wilson over the oh, Wilson makes me think of Castaway. Yeah. Just <laughs> peeking over the fence. This is that's us. We're Wilson, and in Tim the Toolman Taylor's yard is Sunday's episode, The Reigns of Casimir.
0: It's true. Oh, really? So very good uh, allegories, or if that's well, right. thank
1: you what can
2: i what can i do for you guys here i mean what can i can i answer anything i mean i can try without uh, i'm not gonna spoil we know that this is a spoiler free show Uh uh-huh what what can i uh do to um make you guys even more
0: excited about uh episode nine on sunday night uh starbucks gift
1: card would be nice Mm. i'd actually like one of those if you could Hook me okay. up with one of them. <laughs> I'll look into that for you. Okay. <laughs> and maybe if you don't want to spoil us on episode nine, Micah, maybe you can give us a little insight into uh, some of this news we got recently about season four that's up and coming. How about that? Could you talk about season four for a little bit? Because it's so far away. It's like 14 months away. People have forgotten that you spoiled us by then.
2: I could. I mean, it's just uh, some good bit of casting news uh, that we received earlier this week. George R.R. R. Martin himself confirming it at one of those panels or cons (laughs) that uh, he attends so regularly instead of writing the damn book. No, I'm just joking.
1: I was hoping this black backdrop isn't just something he has at his house. The black drop, you mean? (laughs) Yeah, the black drop. God, he looks good in this image. But yeah, uh, (laughs) the winner is coming. That man reported this uh, on May 28th. He just just got like this grin. It's just his grin. And he's like pulling on his beard. But yeah, Uncle Ray... Um This is the news the news story here is that he's confirmed certain characters are going to be appearing in season four of the television show in particular there are three characters and their names are Red Viper mm-hmm. Mace Mace mm-hmm. like Mace, Mace Windu Mace Terrell oh Mace okay. Terrell and Magnar. That's a Pokemon. It's got to be. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say. That was Magmar. Distant
0: cousin of Magmar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wish Magmar evolved. You know, I think it would have been really powerful.
1: Magmar's That's really... Lonely. You know what? Just check back, Zach, because all the, the all the old Pokemon that you used to think didn't evolve. Now... Actually, it turns out they've always evolved.
0: <laughs> they do. We, uh, I know we we got leaked audition footage earlier, and uh, this was written by Fire and Blood on the website, which we all know Fire and Blood is a good person, and he is a very kind soul who writes these sorts of things. But he reminds people at the top of the article that leaked audition footage um, from the casting of Steer, the magnar of Thin, for Season 4 of Game of Thrones uh, did leak. And I remember watching that. It was kind of a uh, an outdoorsy shot. And it was pretty cool, honestly, seeing that. And it leaked. Who knows how it leaked, but it did leak. <laughs> is his, is his name really Steer? <laughs> I don't know. It's uh style. I just, there's no enunciation guy. Oh, need to yeah, get into yeah, that.
1: yeah. No, that's true. I thought it would be like, I would pronounce it Stir only because it's like the action that you do in soup with a spoon um, right. when it's too hot. But yeah, Steer, I guess, works equally well.
0: Please correct um, us in the comments. But I'm so Magnar sure. is a
1: job title or something. Like steer, stir. Now I'm saying steer the Magnar of Then.
2: I mean, the big thing that it means is that we're we're going to Dorne, and it's going to be you know it's going to be a big part of season four. That's uh, it. It means that the show is going to be expanding even more than season three because now you're introducing a whole new cast of individuals, players in the game. Uh, to the show.
1: So now we've been, Micah. I've heard that name Dorn before, and I don't feel like it was mentioned all that much in the first book. Maybe it was. Maybe more, wine. Maybe yeah. Wine. Some, some, something like that. <laughs> but essentially, from what I gather, and this is just You they go hand
2: in hand together. You've been pretty yes, well at do.
1: not spoiling things, but I think you said mm-hmm. Dorn was actually a pretty big place. Uh, and it's cl- is it closer to Westeros than like Astapor, Ashai, all those other places that Danny's going?
2: Yeah, and uh, I notice here that you're testing me on my geography <laughs> skills uh, <laughs> as it relates to Westeros. Uh, but I believe it's actually in Westeros. It's 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 not you know across the Narrow Sea. It's not it has nothing to do at this time with with where Daenerys is. It's right there.
1: Okay, that's weird because we didn't. We've never to seen a map, anybody. As I said that. <laughs> yeah, we've we've never seen anybody. Kind of like like Rob on horseback, Jamie and Bryn just kind of pass by Dorne on the way to you know, King's Landing or anything like that. So I kind of wonder where Dorne is geographically, but hey, there's a map at the beginning of my book, so I can look it up myself. And then <laughs> uh, George R. R. Martin's uh, personal vehicle, the Red Viper, <laughs> yes, is just going to drive onto the set one day. Well, the fact that we're seeing any new locations in... Um like I mean entirely new, you gotta think of this show it's it's been on for now three seasons, almost you know finishing up the fact that they're going to new places just shows you know in the in this new season, which is still technically part of the same book um you know shows that they're prepping if not for the future books, then at least for um you know, like new scenery typically does mean new characters, new dimensions to the show. So it's interesting and it's always a relief to hear that the show's growing, even though I think we would all pretty much accept, you know, if it stayed where it was minus the Theon in captivity thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, def- it's definitely cool to see where, where it is right now, because, I mean, obviously Dorne has been mentioned in the books up to this point, if we were going to equate it with what we've seen so far on the show. But it's a good mechanic to hold out these kinds of things and to continue to give us new content as as the season's push forward and so it's cool and obviously this is a very popular thing because right now I'm looking at the article that has over 500 comments on it that you guys put on there and um, this is exciting for a lot of people especially book readers and I think that the simple fact that we have a confirmation from the author himself that certain characters are now being considered for casting Uh, some of you should go out for casting some fans try to get up in there and see what happens but either way it's cool to to have this news and it's exciting
1: also now uh, it would be a good time to mention that my backyard looks a lot like Dorne so if yes. all the actors want to come and film here, uh, you know, it's cheaper. Sure it's, it's probably cheaper than Iceland if you just want. In my language it doesn't really care. Um, yes. So, yeah, if they're looking for filming locations for Dorn, guys, just call me. Seriously. Just
0: be careful, though, because his uh, roommate gets the TV uh, <laughs> Sunday nights.
1: <laughs> you know, I no longer have that roommate. Oh, shit. I am, well, I am, a, I am the master of my own HBO Go now. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I'm unstoppable. I'm
0: HBO going. We have uh, an episode for you right now that you're listening where we talk some on Monday where we uh, were with Phil and... And we were with Marco and we were hanging out and you've heard a commentary since then, but uh, a lot of stuff that we talked about earlier in the week was that we were looking so much forward to what's happening on Sunday. Uh, obviously there was a break. They, they they took a break on the holiday to keep ratings high. Also to increase viewership for this sort of pivotal important part of the series. And I think it's pretty clear by now to anyone that isn't even listening to a podcast that is a fan of the show because typically we have two seasons to look at. Episode nine is kind of a, you know one of those moments for everyone who's watching
1: well now like, I mean you're right Zach uh, we did get a tweet asking us because after Monday's episode um, I know everybody's I guess the phrase red wedding was allowed to permeate Monday's show um because it, it you know, at its heart it's not very specific except to say red whiting, right? It's a color, um, yeah, yeah. It's cool, it's cool, but it's still a hint and it still does uh give some insight into the episode. So there was a tweet, um this is from Phyllis Ashley, and she sent this to us at uh our Twitter handle at Game of Owns, and uh Phyllis asked I am curious as to whether Zach and Eric have been spoiled or teased for episode nine. Well, they've definitely been teased be, <laughs> be, because, because hosts have been referencing RW by name. Yeah. Um, so I thought we wanted to take this first. This is a, of course, in, you know, all of this is in continuation, as Zach said, to our Monday episode. So we did mention it a lot, guys, but what, what is it, Zach? You know, what, what do you know about this upcoming nuptial? of redness. (laughs) Well, uh, the really interesting thing about um,
0: this situation is, especially with this show, is the four of us are friends but apart from the show, we really try to sanction away our discussion of the show and of the story because we try to hold that for this episode so uh i think maybe like months and months ago like even before we started this podcast micah was probably like hey let me just tell you what happens in the story and i was just like no i want to read it because i think it'll be a good book but honestly uh Selena and Micah have been really classy and everyone, all my friends, uh, you know, I do a show with Christian and he's been kind of like, Hey, we filmed this and stuff. You want to know? I'm like, no, 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 no. no. I don't want to know anything. Um, and no, I literally know nothing. I have no idea what red means. I don't think that it's, it, I don't, I, I, I don't consider myself a slow person, but it's possible. Uh, I think red is, it can mean anything. Uh, I thought that red was a good color. So it works, but I wish I knew something. I wish it were Monday. I wish it was the day after. After we watched it, but, um, no we I haven't read it further and I don't know anything. And so I'm just as confused as a lot of you. It's going to be cool though.
1: Let me just say like, I have, uh, an idea of where the red wedding is taking place. Um, and I think it, it, it's basically been a long time coming. I think everybody says this, but even from some of Micah and I's, um, old talks, uh, you know, as we were reading book one, um, I think it got brought up a, a couple of times and some points that I'm definitely going to want to raise again on Monday. Um, you know, on our Sunday, on our Sunday recap show, we'll definitely have a lot to talk about to say the very least, but I know where the red wedding takes place and I'm, I, I don't. You know, I I don't think any less because of it. I I just think it's a it's a Taylor Swift album. What do we say? There we guys? go. Seriously? Yes, exactly. You Thank know, you. Maybe maybe they'll just it's play some Taylor Swift. Maybe they'll dance and play some Taylor Taylor Swift. Maybe uh, Taylor Swift will guest star and she'll be one of uh, Walder mm-hmm. Frey's daughters that marries Edmure Tully. We don't know. We just don't know.
0: Well, I appreciate you sitting here and just listening to us as you chuckle to yourself, Mike. Yeah, I mean,
2: <laughs> look, uh, you know, one of the things that we set out to do. More than a hundred episodes ago was to create a show that was spoiler free and you know it is very difficult, especially with the internet um you know the internet enables us to do what we do, but at the same time it can be a very dangerous place um for people who get involved in something like this and get very invested in a television series and There are books that obviously are are much farther ahead, and there's key information there, and there are major events that take place and you know, it is very difficult sitting here each and every week, you know, kind of teasing these guys a little bit, um, but I did have a great conversation with Phil after we recorded Monday's episode, um, you know, going back and forth with him on Skype, because at least there are some things I can I can bounce off of him that, you know, I, I can't with, with some of the other people on the show, but, you know, I think we're really excited to see how you guys react to it. I'm I'm looking forward to it and seeing how this all plays out, and, you know, it's, it's definitely a game changer, it, you know and and every season episode 9 has been a game changer so you know to say that is to just be consistent with what has happened up until this point
0: well i know that the both of us are very excited and we wanted to reserve today to talk about some of the stuff that you guys are looking forward to so we put a collection together of some of your tweets some of your emails some of your comments on net and stuff like that so uh we could converse and include everyone in the conversation except those of you who posted the the black text
1: yeah which is <laughs> almost everybody on the winter is coming thread thank you guys <laughs>
0: it's it's really cool that we have an audience that listens to the show that's still um book readers that have read forward and 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 once this section of the programs over once the season is out of season we go back to worshiping the books and and all of its glory and that's mm-hmm. really the bulk of this podcast so we really appreciate you guys hanging around
1: yeah definitely and I you know, I will say, just getting to some of these comments for uh both on Monday's episode and in general on the upcoming episode nine of season three. I thought this uh whole issue was settled um between Sam and myself. But you know, from due, due to the the end of uh <laughs> oh, God, Monday's that, episode yeah. I <laughs> Like hell it was <laughs> I, I thought I thought that it was um pretty much done, but uh, Lisa Murgatroyd um happened to tweet at us the very uh, Uh, previous day uh, from when we were recording this, and she said the point about Sam and the dagger, so right. I was shouting at the screen, (laughs) WTF dude. So, as it turns out, Sam, people just aren't As behind you as you'd like them to be.
2: No comment there, okay? (laughs) That was just too easy to throw back at you. But anyway, uh, Lisa, let me ask you a question. You seem like a very reasonable person. If you just had a white walker walk up to you and scare the living shit out of you, you think you're going to be looking back to pick up a piece of glass before you run your ass out of there. There.
0: This tweet, our next tweet from Rachel Mills, says, Aggie I really hope that we get some resolution on Theon. I don't want to watch him be tortured anymore. Also, she says, where the hell is his sister? And I think we all want to know this question because she was in the preview uh, a while ago. Yeah, we
1: mentioned this to Phil, too. And uh, he he agreed that, uh, you know, she I remember seeing her. She's just and she's just like walking down a hall or something. But the fact that we haven't seen her yet. Allows me to hope that on the episode when she is on, she will be there because she will be with Theon saving him, pulling his ass out of the or what's left of it out of the, um, you know, the room.
0: I'm interested to see what happens to him, too, because I honestly like I have no idea. And I think that they made a point to really include it this season. So it's it's going to be interesting, I
1: assume. Yeah, they didn't have to. They didn't have to do that this season, did they? Because, I mean, it wasn't most of that stuff, according to Micah from later books. Um so they didn't have to do it. Now that they've done it, I can't wait to see. I mean, I, I suspect that there will be a payoff because otherwise they could have saved it for little bits and pieces next season. So the payoff should be in this season. Actually, Rachel also was talking about uh, a similar thread that we were just discussing about how much of the Red Wedding we know. Um, Rachel says, I'm desperate to know what's the big deal with the uh, Red Wedding, and it's killing me trying not to Google it and find out. So I think everybody's... Don't Google it. Yeah. It it makes it worse that there's been this gap in the show because by now we all would have known.
0: Carlos responded to her on Twitter, said, you'll be better off (laughs) not knowing until the last moment.
1: Ah, make it stop. Hashtag Red Wedding is coming.
2: Yeah, I I think this ties into what we were talking about before with the internet being so dangerous when it comes to these types of things. I would really just caution you, especially over the next few days as we get closer to the episode stay away from Googling anything related to Game of Thrones or looking on Twitter, anything like that, you know, searching for things, because you're only setting yourself up for being spoiled. And I really think, you know, I remember watching like season one with everything that happened with Ned at Baylor and just reacting the way that I did. It's such a natural reaction. But, you know, in a way, I almost wish that I didn't know what was coming um, you know, for this episode, cause I'd, I think I'd appreciate it that much more. Mm. Uh, you know, even though you're itching to see it because you know what's, what's coming. Um, you know, you don't necessarily
0: get the, the natural reaction to it because you're. You're in the know. Well, completely unrelated, but, uh, well, related because it's about Game of Thrones, but Turncloak wrote on Wick, he said, Hodor, comma, I predict several Hodor's from Hodor in the next episode. Uh, I hope so. I think that'd be really funny. I don't know what's going to happen.
1: It's odd to think that Hodor would be getting any screen time in this episode, which, in my opinion, or in my theory, probably doesn't have a lot to do with Bran. Um, You know, it, it just seems odd that he'd get any screen time in this upcoming episode because, I feel but then also because we're coming off of episode eight, which only featured like four people. Um, you know, I feel like they're gonna continue that trend, but maybe they won't. Maybe it'll be a regular normal episode with like twenty different people featured like normal. <laughs> well, maybe it, he's
0: he's gonna get married. That maybe that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. Who, Bran? No, Hodor. Oh. <laughs> you never oh. know. That's that's fairly accurate. You might
2: have the inside track on that though. So in addition to some of these tweets, we also got some comments on the winner is coming.net posts. And uh, Tammy Underwood said, just listen to Monday's episode. So excited for Sunday. I hope to see Jamie make it to King's Landing. I think it's funny how Eric is hung up, hung up
1: on Sam not picking up the dagger. This again.
2: You're damn right. See, Tammy knows what's up.
1: <laughs> Where'd Micah <Mike> go? <laughs> I don't know. He just went off in the middle of Simply a <laughs>
2: there Simply because he, he grabbed Gilly and the baby and ran in the same direction that the White Walker came from. Without the dagger,
1: wait—he ran in the same direction that the walker came from, so he's running towards more. I doubt it. I seriously doubt it. Without his dagger, no. The, the, the snow was already
0: packed down on that trail. Probably.
1: Well, my main thing is that, and and you know, just to kind of put a nice little hat on this, nice little handmade, little well, handcrafted hat Bonnet. on all of this. Yes. Um. You know, my biggest thing was I, I think that that White Walker was very clearly dead. Um, yeah, I didn't think there was any remaining threat to them at that moment. Granted, there were a ton of crows and when they left, so did the crows. So I don't know what was going on. Maybe they were about to be attacked by even more white walkers, but I I just think, and I've said remnants of this before, you have this creature that you, you didn't know how it was killed. You just discovered how it was killed. You're going to want that. If you're, if you plan to still be North of the wall, you're going to want that dagger. (laughs) So that was just my, that's my thing. I don't think it's that absurd to say, you know, maybe if he wasn't sure that he was dead, like again, if a, if a white Walker falls over and stops moving, okay, he's probably waiting for you to inch in closer, like in a horror movie. So he can (laughs) grab your throat and rip your spinal cord out from it. But Uh. for when he turned ice and shattered, no, he's gone. He's done. And that blade is your new only hope.
0: Tammy and I are kindred spirits on the matter. When she says she hopes to see Jamie make it to King's Landing, I do too. I think that that's going to be a good thing, and I hope that they finish that on the next episode. I really do. So is that like time. a
1: reunion for Cersei and Jamie? Oh, that would be powerful. Yeah, that would be cool. I'd like I'd like to see that. She's personally. missing him hardcore, especially because of the wedding that's supposed to happen between Cersei and uh, Loras or whatever. Maybe Cersei marries Jaime. Jaime looked like he missed him as well. Yeah. yeah.
0: And there's going to be um Mr. Charles Dance is going to have to react to it as well. So that'd be cool. I'm interested to see that.
1: Is he, has he been knighted yet? Can we just call him Sir Charles
0: Dance? <laughs> Yannis Josephine on Wick also said, My suggestion is for all unsullieds, that's Eric and I, mm. to turn on their webcams as they view the episode. Reactions to this <laughs> one will dirty. be significant of the show, his, part of the show history, and it will be smart to record the magnitude of the tweet quake that will
1: ensue. Wow. Or ensue. Wow. Tweet quake. I, lo- I love two things about this, this message. <laughs> the, the, the phrase tweet quake. And also what she says at the end of it, boom boom doom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> tweet cake sound, Tweet Quake sounds like a delicious dessert, but Tweet so Cake. Does tweet cake. <laughs> we need a tweet cake, people listening. Send us one, please.
1: Uh oh actually this uh, was talking about Hodor for a moment. Elizabeth Hayner says, Christian Naren promised epic Hodoring this season, and I'm still waiting to see his Hodor Until Horse scene in episodes nine and ten. He's going to turn into a horse? Hodor until horse. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. This is going to be amazing. He's going to Hodor himself into a different species.
0: And we thought wargs were cool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this next tweet is, is regarding Monday's episode. Alicia Seymour says, best part of the morning was listening to the Goo Crew watch the Game of Desk's spoof on the latest Game of Owns episode, Smiles. That was fun. That was a good fun to do. And and we try to mix it up a little
0: bit, you know, because uh this was an off week and we've got a lot to look forward to, and that's why we're mixing in a lot of your comments here, because I mean, the thing about this show is that we'd like to, for you guys to have as much involvement as we can. Obviously that's not possible because we have to physically make the damn thing, but uh that's why we're mixing in a lot of your tweets today, and I'm sure a lot of that's gonna be I mean, I can only imagine the fall off if it's to the level that we're all saying. Um, that will be a week from now on Friday's episode or the Wednesday episode or, or, well, that will be a commentary, but, um, the following episode and the Friday episode and yada, yada, yada. So, uh, before we wrapped up the show today, we wanted to go
2: through a couple emails uh, that we got from you guys. Oh, wait, what's that? Do you see
0: that? Is that- on, oh on. God. <laughs> I don't even know if (laughs) we need to put in a sound effect after that one. That was pretty good. Eric's been practicing. (laughs) We have some emails in the queue, and some of them actually relate to things that are coming or that have happened.
1: Margo H. writes to us. I'm doing a re-listen of book three. Ooh, audiobooks. This own is from the scene when Sansa is invited to dine with Marguerite Tyrell and Olenna Tyrell. It's not in the show, but they should have added it. So funny. She says, quote, all these kings would do a great deal better if they put down their swords and listened to their mothers. <laughs> End quote. Probably true. Although Renly and Stannis' mother is dead, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. Parenthesis, almost all of the great quotes from the book were in the show, however, which was awesome. The Queen of Thorns owns. Also, she thinks Mace should take a puff fish with a crown as his sigil. And she made Sansa feel like a puff fish, which I think came across in the show.
0: It's got to be all the cheese. That's what it is an excess of cheese. I completely agree, though. And this goes back <laughs> to things I've been saying. Not with that. What I'm saying is I agree, <laughs> assholes. I agree with the fact that. Especially uh, if you're lactose intolerant. A lot of this could be solved with diplomacy. I know it sounds easier said than done, and the story would be less cool. But I think that Tyrion and Rob and Jamie, I think if they had a little bit of wine, and Braun, as well they'd have a badass time you know what i'm saying they'd play drinking games all night it yep. would be cool It'd
1: be a good time uh, i can't stop thinking Very about true. it ever since we brought that up Tyrion and jamie you know like he's got brawn but brawn's not quite a bro as as much of a bro as jamie would be if they got back together by
0: blood and stuff but by, bro, by, <laughs> by blood and stuff yeah
1: no, I'm I'm all over that. They should definitely reunite. That'd be cool. I forgot about Jamie. I don't know how, but I did. All right.
2: Uh, next email comes from Alyssa, and she says, Hey, guys, I'm a new fan of Game of Thrones TV show. I had read the first book a while ago, but didn't have the time to keep on reading. After hearing a lot about the show, I looked online and found out that I had access to all of the past episodes, <laughs> so I decided to give it a try. I was hooked after the first episode, and I basically got caught up in a month. Since I'm almost a listener of MuggleCast. Almost? Also. Sorry, also. Also. Also.
0: <laughs> almost like <laughs> uh, I have, Yeah,
2: almost. You know how it is. Uh, I had heard about the Game of Thrones podcast. I've really enjoyed listening to your discussions, and it's great to be able to get my Game of Thrones fix through more than just the TV show. On to my questions. As I was listening to your season two discussion about who should be king, I was really surprised no one ever brought up Ned Stark's opinion. In season one, he told both Renly and Baelish that Stannis was the rightful king. Do you agree with Ned that line of succession should trump everything else? Also, what do you think about Catelyn and Rob trying to align with Renly? If something else had happened and Ned needed to lead the North to war, would he do what was best for his people and side with the person with more troops? I personally don't think so. I thought since these scenes recently happened in season one, which you are rewatching, these questions wouldn't be too out of the blue. I'd love to know your thoughts. Thanks, Alyssa. P.S. I just visited your website. Having all the pictures change as you scroll down through the episodes is really neat.
1: (laughs) Yes, if, if people wow. have only been to GameOfOwns.com, uh, which is a thing, um, on their mobile app, definitely check it out the next time you're at a terminal or if you're passing an Apple store, just double park. And go in <laughs> like an there. And go to gameofbones.com <laughs> game because it really looks very sleek. I know Zach put if a lot of own effort a into computer, this computer. <laughs> <laughs> go, go to gameofbones.com Go to game should, because it's worth seeing. Separate from the mobile, the mobile version. The mobile version's great. You still see the images, but it's not quite the same effect. There's something special. There's an added bonus. It's like an Easter egg. If you I think go it's to cute. On the, on the <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's cute. And Alyssa, great timing with this email. I have to say because I believe. We just commentary at another episode where Ned said where the line of succession should be. And it wasn't up someone's duty. It was actually with Stannis. So <laughs> yes, yes, to answer your question, that is, uh, we understand that Ned would have preferred, um, you know, Stannis and, and do you, what do you think guys? Should we, would we have sided, uh, with him? Do we think that Ned had any? Right to believe that the line of succession should continue, Micah. You can well, go first.
2: Well, who else is going to take over? I mean, that's that's the major question here. Is Joffrey has no right to the throne, so line of succession would make the most sense. And I know that people would disagree um with Stannis over Renly, but I mean, this is a time where there really isn't any sort of democracy where people vote and say, "Hey." You know, we like Renly. Go Renly! <laughs> you know, and he gets elected to office. You know, that's it, not how. No, it works. but at the same time, it's,
1: it's it's not a democracy. But they are able to rally their bannermen and fight for their cause. That's how Renly was able to escape out of you know uh, out from underneath Stannis and essentially become such a strong contender. Is he married the the Tyrells um, and even Catelyn and Rob preferred Renly over Stannis. I mean, uh,
0: Selena has some pretty uh, hardcore opinions on the matter, and I think all of it makes sense. I mean, like uh, her, her side is, um, Renly's better, and that makes sense, because it does. Renly, obviously, is the better pick. Ned's opinion all, all, always being the more honorable one, where it makes sense because stannis is technically the next one in line so i mean there should in his eyes there should be no discussion like there is no other discussion Uh, stannis is the is the other guy he was younger than robert robert died uh it goes to stannis because the kids are not actually his kids so that's ned's idea and it makes sense and i don't think no matter what happened that um, Ned would would break that. I think he would side with Stannis, yeah, even with the Renly situation. But I think if Ned were alive, he would have done a much better job with the Renly-Stannis situation. I think it would have ended up a lot differently.
1: Yeah, Stannis wouldn't have had to resort to black magic to kill his younger brother. I think Ned would have been able to sort it out. But the other thing, though, honestly, like the reason that whole Stannis thing, for me, doesn't hold that much weight about the line of succession should take over, is because before Robert, they completely butchered the line of succession by killing the Mad King and slaughtering and exiling all of the Targaryens. So they had this centuries-old line of succession. Targaryens are meant to rule Westeros. Correct me if I'm wrong, Micah. Targaryens should be the end-all-be-all kings of the Westeros. You know, until very, very recently when this Baratheon dude successfully led a campaign with Ned at the trident and the fork and all that stuff and killed the mad king so the fact that they just changed entire families they they weren't even related you know and robert baratheon became king so because everything was just so well shaken up i think it's it's a lot easier for the whole country to see another huge shakeup. i i don't you know i don't think it's like the the real change was not having a targaryen ruler I think for them that's that's what people had to get used to. Now it's like well anybody can come up and 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 be the king. I think there's a lot more um a lot less tradition now. It just seems that you know the the notion that their the line of succession would be ignored is a lot more uh probable, is a lot more on everybody's mind. That's why everybody has a claim to the throne which is part of the whole series is because they just shook things up once, why couldn't they do it again?
0: That's kind of Selena's point of view because, and I and I agree with it. It's like um, Westeros was in a state of disrepair, and there was a revolution, and that exists throughout history. And so, by doing so, the Baratheons were established at the head of the kingdom, and that's just how it was for years. So, with Robert dying, another group of people are taking over essentially the Lannisters and they put themselves strategically in this position. So why can't Rinley revolt and take over? And that's what, that's what he was doing. So I think with Ned gone and that changing a whole lot of things, Catelyn and Rob sided with Renly because they understood that that's what was happening again. I mean, essentially it was the same thing as before. I mean, they were less murderous on a, on a large scale like the Mad King was, but still people wanted to take over, except it wasn't, as much of a as a life or death situation it was more of you killed this person you have these people captive this makes us really mad and so we're going to take care of business you know what i mean
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: and i think that's in part
2: why george r. r martin killed renly was because he was too much of a unifier if you look at the fact that rob and Catalan were willing to join his cause in some respects then you know he could have easily taking King's Landing and then worried about Stannis afterwards and I think that you know Stannis being removed on Dragonstone didn't help anything you know in in his favor because if you go back to right before Ned um begins his downfall what if Stannis was there? I mean what if Stannis was in King's Landing? It would have been a completely different set of circumstances and then you would have the three of them Ned, Stannis, Renly working together once Robert passes away, to do what's necessary and what, you know, could be better for Westeros as a whole. And it obviously didn't end up working out that way. But I just think that, you know, I talked about democracy before, and clearly it's not a democracy, but, you know, I like sort of the picture that you guys have put out there that this is You know, a free for all at this point, you know, Joffrey takes over as king, but not many people believe he's the rightful heir and they're going to fight for all different reasons um, to try and claim it for themselves.
0: I think that George is a fan of mixing shit up. Obviously, that's what Mm. we get to see here. Ned's gone. Renly's gone. I mean, he's taken away these unifiers, taken away these obvious story leads. Just it's kind of like a story (laughs) that we never get to see where these main people and these main things, uh, the sort of the obvious paths are removed and we're left to see what trouble uh, can do with itself and that's brilliant and it's great and it's highly entertaining obviously you see how successful it is and I think that that's probably what we're going to be seeing hopefully uh, also not hopefully at the same time uh, on (laughs) Sunday so we're all really excited it's going to be a a, it's going to be an effing blast an effing blast if you will yeah it's true and of
2: course if you want to send us an email like Alyssa or Margot You can do so by simply uh, opening up your computers or smartphones and opening up a blank email and typing in contact at GameOfOwns.com. And then uh, whatever comes to mind, your free-flowing thoughts, share them with us. Free ride to us. And we'll be sure to read them on a future episode. You
1: may say that's shocking, but people do have us on their mind, such as Ukin. Who tweeted us and said today I repeatedly referred to Game of Thrones as Game of Owns until a friend corrected me. Congratulations on a successful indoctrination process. I do that all the time. And Zach, thank you. I'm so lucky to have such a diligent editor who corrects some of the times, or most of them, when I call the show Owns and when I call this podcast Thrones. It's terrible. It's we all do it. It happens. We uh we
0: have successfully invaded your brains, which is what our goal was to do. So thank you for that. <laughs> no, we're all having a great time. We've got a lot of stuff to look forward to, like we said, and uh, it's super exciting. So if you want to join the ranks of everybody else who's been riding into the show, and it'll probably be revisited in, in a matter such as this in the future, because we really do appreciate your insight and your um, input, because that makes the show what it is. You can tweet us at Game of Owns and also comment on Facebook, which some of these things were actually, uh, we mistakenly called as uh comments, but they'll be all right. Uh at Facebook.com slash Game of Owns. Yeah, and um one place
2: where you can also share your thoughts in a little bit more of a high class fashion. And when I say high class I mean five stars uh, <laughs> is on uh iTunes uh where you most likely downloaded this show. I'm not saying you definitely downloaded it here if you've listened to it on winnerscoming.net or com. Uh, we ask that you head on over to iTunes and leave us a rate and review. Um, Going through here, reading some of the most recent reviews that we've gotten. Um, As it is still the month of May, we know we're nearing an end here, but the rule has been nothing less than five stars is acceptable. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, We even have a review that was sent in
0: today um, from E-B- ebh 3b it says worth the five stars even without hodor threats which there are very enjoyable podcast it's like listening to your friends talk about game of thrones micah's dulcet tones were my favorite until sam started making guest appearances smiley face can't <laughs> wait for the next episode damn a lot of sam and michael love today i feel the love i do that's
1: great. I'm not feeling the love for that dagger. Micah feels the love.
2: Let it go, Eric. Just let <laughs> you it just, fucking you gave go. The dagger, right?
1: You gave the dagger the cold shoulder, both literally and figuratively.
0: <laughs> uh, Doug's iTunes review just underneath it says, best Game of Thrones podcast by far. Uh, five stars. Uh, thank you. That's very nice. And there is a period for his review. Just one period. So, uh, oh, I just got that. The cold shoulder? <laughs> no, the period. The period. He says period. There's just a period. Uh. Like, Game of Thrones podcast by far, and his review is just the a period. That's it.
1: Oh. <laughs> Very cool, wow. Doug. That's cool. Clever, clever listeners we have. Clever. God, what are you going to say in June, Micah? You'll have to
2: wait and find out. Maybe it'll be something related to the next episode, since we'll release it in June. Oh, oh, there no. you go. Um, and one final review we have here from Gen 1252 with the title of Giant Prosthetic. <laughs> you can only imagine <laughs> where this is going. Uh, for fear of being molly whopped by Hodor, <laughs> I'm rating five stars. That's what it's now. Called. We have an official uh, yeah, I was going
0: to say we now have an official term for being beaten Giant prosthetic. (laughs) And this afternoon or tonight, depending on what time you're listening to it, it could be a few weeks from now. Hi past me, we want to leave you with a tweet from Pup on Twitter. He says, Personal hashtag own for this off week getting drunk and singing the reigns of Castamere with people.
1: (laughs) Oh god. If Sam is still around here, let's put our differences aside. Why don't we hold hands and join in a friendly brethren version? of the Reigns of Casimir. Why don't we sing this together? I feel bad that we've been arguing about this dagger issue.
0: Oh, God, are we really going to sing this right now? where yeah. are the lyrics
1: and who are you the proud lord said that i must bow so low <laughs> only a cat of a different coat that's all the truth i know hey hey in a coat of gold or a coat of red a lion still has claws and mine are long and sharp my lord as long as sharp as yours and so he spoke and so he spoke the lord of Castamere. but now the rains we or is hell with no one there to hear sam you're up It. <laughs> Sam, you're up. Second <laughs> verse, different from the first. <laughs> just, end this show, just, just end the show. Just
0: end the show.
1: We'll see, we'll see
0: you bright and sober on Monday.
1: Yes. You ready, yes. <laughs> yes. I'm following your beat here. Yes, now the rain <laughs> weeps are his hall with not a you, soul you changed the, to here. What you doing? <laughs> and so he spoke and so he spoke that lord of Castamere. And so he spoke and so he spoke that
2: lord of Cast.
1: <laughs> keep going, keep going. We're good. We're good. We'll do harmony. We'll do harmony.
2: <laughs> Alright, keep going. <laughs>
1: But now the rains we bore his hall with no one there to hear. With no
2: one there to hear.
1: <laughs> yes, yes now, now the rains, the we, rains bore we bore his hall, hall not with not a soul to hear. to hear. <laughs> to hear. Okay.
0: To hear. <laughs> okay, let's get off the fucking show now. <laughs> uh, God. All right. Uh, I don't even know what to say after that. Are we done? Yes.